Welcome everyone to the Domestic Supply Chain Summit. I'm Thomas Watson, trucking expert here at Freight Waves, and it's time for another fireside chat. Super, super excited. This will be about the market conditions and what to watch for. Moving into 2024, get a little bit wild, but going to be welcoming on Brent Hutto, Chief Relationship Officer at Truck Stop, uh, joining us to talk about it. And, uh, you know, Brent, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit of your background. Oh, well, <laughs> Tom, thanks for having us on. We love you guys at Freight Waves, and I appreciate you guys you know, having something unique like the domestic supply chain. Usually everyone wants to know the global supply chain. So, I mean, this is super cool. When you think about the domestic supply chain, is, I mean, well, I think it's like over 40% of all the freight moves in the United States, so it's pretty important. But me, my personally, I've been inside of the transportation industry for over 25 years and been at Truck Stop for over 10. And, and I, I love here, I love being at Truck Stop because we're right in the sort of one of the epicenters of where freight moves, the spot market. And Truck Stop uh, has been around for 28 years. And, and it's, uh, a, it's a very uh, established company, as you, you can imagine. And uh, we do business with um, spot market players, which are typically brokerage companies, and whether they be asset-based brokerages or non-asset-based brokerages. We do business with about 90% of the active marketplace there. And then on the capacity side, the truck, or the truck side, we do business with predominantly owner-operators and small fleets. That's who runs spot market freight. And the spot market freight, Thomas, is about anywhere between 20 and 30% of all the freight, all the truckload, full truckload freight in the United States. So that's, that's kind of who Truck Stop is. And, but I've been around, uh, like I said, uh, over 25 years. I got, I got six kids, and so I need a whole lot of logistics, man. The logistics of logistics. Uh, I that's love right. it. And, you know, the market conditions, that's the biggest thing, that 20 yeah. to 30% spot yeah. versus contract. You're on the front lines. And, you know, yeah. for folks who are just catching up or paying attention for 2023, tell us, uh, give us a little quick recap. What's been going on in this market, especially <laughs> on the spot? Well, yeah, that's the great question. That's the big money question everybody asks, which is, which is how is 2023 in comparison to previous cycles? So what I would say to you is that First off, 2023, we starting in October of 2022, the marketplace corrected back to what is called a marketplace normal. And that's the spot marketplace, which is an early indicator to the rest of the full truckload marketplace. We are usually, we're usually three to six months ahead of the full truckload, the, the entire marketplace, because we're, we're dynamic. It changes their daily movements of freight. So in, in October of 2022, it changed, it, it uh, transitioned back to normal. And for the most part, when I say normal, is the amount of freight available that's available for spot market trucking companies to be able to move. It returned to normal, and it has been normal since then, the amount of freight. Now, what's not been normal is fuel. What's not been normal is inflation, and that makes things really hard, especially on small market players. So that's why you see a lot of the pain inside of the spot market. The rates went with super low. Rates went back to what is called normal. Uh, about the normal rate inside the spot market, Thomas, over uh, the normal five-year periods is about 220. Well, right now it's about 225 or 230. But when you when you factor in fuel and inflation, it's real hard for a lot of small companies to make freight. But if you take 2023 and mirror it over 20 over 2019, which was the recovery period from the big plus marketplace of 2017-18, then you see that they're they're fairly comparable. And so actually 2023 is still running a little bit above 2019 when it comes to the amount of freight available in the marketplace in general. But we didn't have the same conditions inside of 2029, 2019 as we do in 2023 when it comes to fuel and inflation. So when I, when I look at people and say, oh, it's just normal, they look at me and go, it doesn't feel normal. And it certainly it doesn't because of the two factors we talked about. 
It kind of builds into uh, most recent data on ATRI, operational cost of trucking. The level of fuel is like 64 cents a mile or something. The last time it was that high was 2013, very far back in. And the wages have gone up. So that's the big question is uh, this new normal. I love the buzzwords. But when we're looking at this, uh, you know, especially trying to figure out these owner operators and in your conversations and speaking with these companies, uh, what's the what's the vibe moving into 2024? Is everyone just hanging in there? Are there some folks throwing in the towels? Well, here's what I'd say to you when you when you when you think about first off, anybody doing budgeting, anybody looking at supply chain, looking at at the ability to sort of forecast that, don't use the pandemic as any precursor to what you're trying to do moving forward because we experienced something inside of freight transportation that we had never experienced before. We experienced a marketplace that changed not by a a factor or by an influence that was trucking related. Typically, when you have when you have marketplaces like 2018, it's something that's trucking related, a regulation or something else that goes on inside of trucking that kind of pinches capacity a little bit and creates a marketplace that's real positive for carriers, trucking companies, and for brokerage companies. A little harder on shippers because obviously they pay they pay the brunt of the cost, but but that was trucking related. Well. The pandemic marketplace was not trucking. The influence was not trucking related. The change was not trucking related. It was health related. Even though it was a regulation, it was health related and changed everything. So what, what you, what you want to do is you want to look at how, to, how is that unique to the marketplace and then say, okay, what, are, what, are, what does the normal market of the United States look like going forward? The pandemic marketplace was not normal. You had goods purchasing that increased by 40% over normal. It's good, good. Every good hits a truck. Right. So we're not going to see that again, because for the most part, the United States economy has returned back to normal. Normal means that services purchasing is is 70 is percent of consumer purchases and, and good services purchasing is 70 percent of the purchasing by consumers and goods purchasing is 30 percent. What's returned all the way back down almost to normal. So what does it look like going forward into 2024, which was, so everyone asked me, when are we going to get back to the pandemic? When we, well, we're not, unless we have another pandemic. Because, because, but for the most part, we as, as a consumer public have purchased all those hard and soft goods that we needed to purchase that were like, sort of like, like every five year, seven year, three year type purchases. We kind of purchased all those and the consumer savings that we experienced during the pandemic has, by the way, all that savings has almost gone back to the normal savings amount because we had a huge savings increase because we, we got a lot of money from the government and then we weren't spending money. But so when you look at 2024, Thomas, what we're going to see, at least for the next six months, and this is a prediction not just by truck stop, but by most economists and analysts, you look like kind of more of the same, kind of just continuing to to work out this giant marketplace that we had in 2021 to and with 2021 and 22, we're working out that giant marketplace. And since it increased so much, it's going to take a little bit longer to get out. So these next six months, probably just more of the same. That's what I'm curious about as well, because that, that yeah. huge amount, 40% more buying, more freight in the system. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. It opens up fraud as well. I've been, yeah. I've been double brokered before when I was a small carrier in a startup. You know, you find yeah. out a few things like, oh, this is the wrong person or, oh, my rate con's actually supposed to be changed. But when we're looking at the growth of that, you know, fraud had always been a thing. But did that yeah. also expand in the pandemic? And do you think maybe we'll see less fraud or more fraud as people are paying attention to? 
Well, yeah, and that's the big that's the big question. That's the other big question that, that we get at Truck Stop quite a bit because of, of of the scope we see in the marketplace. So what here's what happens. So fraud, you're right, has always been in the market. It's always going to be in the market because where you're talking about a trillion dollar market inside the United States plus trillion dollar plus market of freight moving. So where there's money, there's bad players that want to come after and, and take take what's not theirs. Um, where we saw we saw a the, the last time we saw a big increase in fraud was during the 2008-2009 Great Recession. And here's why. The marketplace tanked for the most part. It made it very difficult for the players in the market, especially the small players in the market, to make a profit. So if they saw something, they saw a piece of freight that was really good out there, this is inside the spot marketplace, they take it. Instead of doing all the due diligence and being patient and waiting, they just would take it. And where there's lack of patience, and lack of proper vetting and lack of double checking. And if, oh, if it doesn't look right, making sure that you double check, or if it looks, if it looks too good to be true, making sure that it is true. You saw that the people weren't doing proper vetting. Well, fast forward to 2020, the end of 2022, when the marketplace corrected back down to normal. Now, look, if you're, if you were getting, if you were a carrier getting $5 a mile and now it's, now it's $3 a mile, it feels like it fell off a cliff. It's still higher than it normally is. But it probably feels like it fell off a cliff to you. So when it then when it dropped down to two fifty a mile, if you saw something at three dollars a mile, you're going to jump on it quick. Well, guess what? If it was too good to be true, it probably did. So here's what we saw: starting in October, when the market corrected completely back to normal, October 2022, we saw fraud. The instances of fraud reporting increase by four hundred percent. Right. So now that last time I checked, that's a big increase. Right. So. So what you what you've seen inside the marketplace is it, and it's kind of continued throughout all of 2023, where you've had a lots of heartburn and heartaches in places. Now, companies that have done proper vetting, used proper scaled products that have that can create trust for you in the marketplace, have 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 fared much better than the ones that haven't. So when you use trust trusted like locations of scaled data inside the market, where you can actually prove the data, like that is the, that is the carrier that that's a, that's a valid carrier. But that's a valid broker. Then you see fraud drop tr- tremendously. But um, and and the players inside this marketplace want to want to defeat fraud just as much, Thomas, as anybody else, because it hurts everybody. You know, if it, if, if it hurts a customer, they go out of business. It hurts any, anybody that has them as a customer. So there's a lot that's been done inside the market with with scaled technology products. And what I mean by technology is big data products that you can have access to it. So yeah, that that's been a big issue, but. You're seeing more products coming to the market and more vetting going on. So, so fraud has begun to reduce, but it's still above normal. Definitely. And looking at outlooks as well. Uh, so we talked about fraud, talked about fuel rates, more of the same next six months. Any kind of wild card, anything. Uh, one of my thoughts, IMO 2020 for diesel fuel. Maybe that's going to be a new one. And then, you know, any other kind of things that folks may be thinking of below the radar that may surprise us, uh, you know, 24. Yeah, well, <laughs> surprises. We in trucking, we don't like surprises. We don't like a lot of surprises. <laughs> so, it's always something. It's always a, yeah, right. Well, I think what you're looking at right now, well, you talked about rates, rates uh, inside the spot market. Now, the contract marketplace has been has been elevated above its above its norm, and rightfully so. Most shippers don't want to take the risk of of not being able to get goods to market, so they've been able they've had they've had increased budgets. The shippers have, so they've been able to sort of maintain a really positive contract rate inside the marketplace but in the spot market it's kind of come all the way back down to normal which um is is not a bad thing because you want when you have a high inflationary period like we've had over the last 
you know, uh, 18 months. And the pandemic caused this, by the way, caused this high inflationary period. We, and, and granted, we, we did what we needed to do as a populace from our government to try to keep things moving forward, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But inflation is in, in, in any economy is bad. So they've been pushed putting the Federal Reserve has been putting pressure back on on the, the, the arenas in which they can help to reduce the inflationary rate by causing like little sort of mini recessions in places. And so what you see with that is you see rates inside the spot market have dropped back down to normal, which if you include if you include the fuel issue, which you brought up, then it creates a problem because fuel is still about 14 cents a mile above where it was before Russia invaded Ukraine. Now, administrations, and I'm not, I'm not having any, any aspiration, any, any aspersion on the administration, but, but, but political decisions mean things. When we cut off pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline to the United States, we became more beholden to the world in our cost for our oil. We are a petroleum-based society here or, or community inside the United States. As petroleum goes, gets more expensive and it gets less expensive, you see our economy change. And so when, when, when fuel goes up, it hurts everybody across the board. It certainly hurts the small trucking company. So that's the big issue. Fuel being that 14 cents, that's profit out of every carrier's pocketbook. So yeah, so so what do I see coming up? I see hopefully fuel continuing to drop. It's dropped precipitously over the last um, six or seven weeks. I know it's right now, I think it's 52 cents the fuel surcharge is. That needs to get back down to the pre-pandemic, which is which was 14 cents lower than that, you know, that 38 cent range somewhere in there. But what do I see as any wild cards? The only wild cards I see is if the FMCSA continues to press regulations on things with like AB5 laws, the independent contractor status, pay close attention to what's going on on the independent contractor status laws that are not just in California with AB5, but they're also in somewhere between 14 plus states in the other parts of the United States because that's a that's a that's a legislation move to get more tax revenue. All right. So I get that. I understand that if you're if you're a state struggling that, but but it makes it really hard for trucking. So I look at I would look at uh, AB5, so that's independent contractor. Second thing is the other wild card is there's still environmental laws put out by California and by the EPA on that put that put that uh, put uh, more strenuous um, challenges on trucks just in general to be able to operate. So that those would be the couple wild things, wild cards that I would look at if I was looking at the domestic supply chain, whether you're a shipper, whether you're a broker, whether you're a carrier, because because they, they affect all of us. I feel like there's a joke. The sun rises in the east, but regulations rise in the west coast, it feels like. So uh, definitely worth looking He's at. Guys. Right. The old saying is what happens in California and trucking eventually comes west. And that's true in a lot of situations. But uh, but either way, there's a there's a lot of people looking at it. Just pay. You know, the thing about this is that with supply chain is if you know what's coming at you, you can prepare for it. And that way you don't get you don't get you don't get side 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 whacked on this thing. So you just don't want that. So just knowing these things are coming at you is important. Exactly. Got to wrap it up now. Running low on time. I hear the Oscar music playing. Uh, folks <laughs> want to find out more, get in touch with you or learn about Truck Stop. Best way to find out. Well, same place as we've been for 28 years, man. www.truckstop.com. You can find us there to, to help moving freight and helping to solve problems. Appreciate having us on, Tom. Appreciate it, Brent. Always a pleasure. Great stuff. And uh, speaking of more great stuff, uh, this is a wrap for this Fireside Chat, but stay tuned. We've got a lot more content coming right up.